When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we start, please check out our new podcast, Good Sleep. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 100, featuring Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hey, 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 what's going on, oldies? Don't worry, I'm not calling you old. It's OLD, which stands for Optimal Living Daily, and I'm Justin Mollick bringing you the best blog content I can find from all over the world and simply reading it to you. But not today. Today is the big episode 100, which ended up falling on Sivers Sunday. And Derek Sivers agreed to do the honors and read his own material to you, which is so amazing. I'm very grateful for him doing this. And I think it's really cool that you'll be able to hear his voice after all these episodes of me reading his posts to you. First, I just want to say thank you. Yes, you listening to the show right now. I feel honored that you take time out of your day every day to come in and improve your life with me. It really means so much, and I never expected to get such a great response from you and so quickly. It's been fun, and while definitely a lot more work than I originally expected, seeing your emails and feedback has made all of it worth it. So again, thank you. And thank you for checking out my little spinoff to this show, Optimal Finance Daily. It's been having a great launch, and I appreciate your support on that too. Last, a special little shout out to Chloe, a listener from the beginning who suggested this whole idea for episode 100, so you can thank her for that. And because I didn't want to exclude other authors, I decided to make this a multiple day celebration. So most, if not all of the days this week are going to feature a special author and or reader. So stay tuned tomorrow and the rest of this week for a lot more fun. And that's enough chit chat. I'm so excited to welcome Derek Sivers and have him launch this week of celebration. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. A real person a lot like you. My friend Sarah has run a small online business out of her living room for 12 years. It's her whole life. She takes it very, very personally. Last week, one of her clients sent her a 10-page long scathing email chopping her down, calling her a scam artist and and other vicious personal insults, saying she was going to sue Sarah for everything she's worth as retribution for a mishandled account. Devastated, Sarah turned off her computer and cried. She shut off the phones and closed up shop for the day. 
She spent the whole weekend in bed wondering if she should just give up, thinking maybe every insult in this client's letter was true, and she's actually no good at what she does, even after 12 years. On Sunday, she spent about five hours, most of the day, carefully addressing every point in this 10-page email. Then she went through the client's website, learning everything about her, and offered all kinds of advice and suggestions and connections. Sarah refunded the client's money, plus an additional $50, with gushing deep apologies for ever having upset someone she was honestly trying to help. The next day, she called the client to try to talk through the situation with her. The client cheerfully took her call and said, Oh, oh, don't worry about it. I wasn't actually that upset. I was just in a bad mood. I didn't think anyone would read my email anyway. My friend Valerie was using an online dating service. She was half-hearted about it. She just wanted a perfect magic man to sweep her off her feet through divine serendipity. We were at her computer when I asked her how it's going. She logged into her account and showed me her inbox. There were eight new messages, each one well-written, saying what the man liked about her profile, how they have a mutual interest in hiking, or that he also speaks German, and asking her if she's also been to Berlin or if she's hiked in New Zealand. I felt for those guys, each one pouring out his heart, projecting his hopes onto Valerie, hoping she'll reply with equal enthusiasm, hoping she might be the one who will finally see and appreciate him. She said, Ugh, losers, I get like ten of these a day. Then she deleted all of them without replying. When we yell at our car or our coffee machine, it's fine because they're just mechanical appliances. So when we yell at a website or a company, Using our computer or phone, we forget that it's not an appliance, but a person that's affected. It's dehumanizing to have thousands of people passing through our computer screens, so we do things we'd never do if those people were sitting next to us. It's too overwhelming to remember that at the end of every computer is a real person, a lot like you, whose birthday was last week, who has three best friends but nobody to spoon at night, and who's personally affected by what you say. Even if you remember it right now, will you remember it next time you're overwhelmed or perhaps never forget it again? It's about being, not having. Being a singer. Since I was 14, I was determined to be a great singer. But my pitch was bad, my tone was bad, and everyone said I was just not a singer. For 11 years, from the age of 14 to 25, I took voice lessons and practiced at least an hour a day. I was always the lead singer of my band, doing a few shows a week, getting as much real-world experience as possible. The whole time, people kept telling me I was just not a singer. I should give it up and find a real singer. When I was 25, I recorded my first album. When I gave it to someone who was a real mentor to me, he gave it a focused listen and said, Derek, you're just not a singer. You really need to stop trying. Admit you're a songwriter and find a real singer. But I bounced away from that meeting unfazed. I knew I just had more work to do. At 28, I started noticing that my voice was getting good. I recorded a few new songs, and for the first time, I really liked the vocals. At 29, I had done it. After 15 years of practice and about a thousand live shows, I was finally a good singer, at least by my own standards. Someone who heard me for the first time then said, See, singing is a gift you're either born with or you're not. You're lucky. You were born with it. Point is, it's not that I wanted to get it done and have good vocals. It's that I wanted to be a great singer. Being a producer. 
I wanted to record my album myself to learn recording studio engineering and production because I thought that would be a really rewarding and empowering thing to know how to do, like building your own house. Friends and mentors said it was ridiculous that I should just hire a great engineer, producer, and studio. Doing everything myself might take years, whereas I could have it all done in a few weeks if I hired someone good. I took the few years to learn it myself, and it was one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. For the next few years, I did all the production and engineering on a few friends' albums, too. Now it's something I know how to do, and it feels great. Being a programmer. When I started CD Baby, I only knew some basic HTML, no programming. But as the site grew, basic HTML wouldn't do it anymore. My tech friends told me I had to make a server-side, database-driven, automated system. Since I couldn't afford to hire a programmer, that meant I had to learn it myself. I went to the bookstore and got a book on PHP and MySQL programming. It was the slow road, but I loved it. As with being in the recording studio again, it was wonderful to learn how to make the technology do what I wanted and not be a mystery. And it was nice to be self-sufficient. As the company grew, everyone was surprised that I still did all the programming myself. But for an internet business, outsourcing the programming would be like a band outsourcing the songwriting. This wasn't just my business, this was my creation. This wasn't like mowing lawns, this is like writing songs. In the last few years, my employees got furious that new features were not being added as fast as they wanted, because I still insisted on doing all the programming myself. They said we were losing millions of dollars in business because we didn't have certain features. But that was okay with me. I loved the process. I was happy. Being not having. When you want to learn how to do something yourself, most people won't understand. They'll assume the only reason we do anything is to get it done, and doing it yourself is not the most efficient way. But that's forgetting about the joy of learning and doing. Yes, it may take longer. Yes, it may be inefficient. Yes, it may even cost you millions of dollars in lost opportunities because your business is growing slower because you're insisting on doing something yourself. But the whole point of doing anything is because it makes you happy. That's it. You might get bigger, faster, and make millions if you outsourced everything to the experts. But what's the point of getting bigger and making millions? To be happy, right? In the end, it's about what you want to be, not what you want to have. To have something, like a finished recording, a business, or millions of dollars, is the means, not the end. To be something, a good singer, a skilled entrepreneur, or just plain happy, is the real point. When you sign up to run a marathon, you don't want a taxi to take you to the finish line. You just listened to two chapters from Anything You Want, 40 Lessons for a New Kind of Entrepreneur by Derek Sivers. How cool is that? If you hadn't heard Derek speak before, is that what you thought he'd sound like? I definitely didn't the first time I heard him. He has such a unique voice and he's a pleasure to listen to. And I really enjoyed those readings, especially the second one. It's about being, not having. I think it gave me chills the first time I listened. And if you like those, definitely check out his book, Anything You Want. It's worth the read. And I'll quickly mention that this has been 100 episodes of free content. And I don't think I've had any sponsors for 90% of it, which means this show loses money every month. So if you want to help out, you can always become a patron of the show by contributing any amount you like over at oldpodcast.com. But if you're not in a position financially to do that, you can show your support for free by simply joining my weekly email list. It's a great way to show that you like what you hear and that you want another 100 episodes. So to join, 
you can visit the site I just mentioned, oldpodcast.com. Or a really quick and easy way is to text the word OPTIMAL to the number 44222. You'll also be entered to win a free book every month. Plus, you'll get some extra fun stuff from me. And that's episode 100. It's bittersweet. I've been thinking about this episode since before episode 50. And I can't believe it's here and now over. But don't forget, it's a week-long celebration. So make sure you tune in tomorrow where I'll have another special author read a post to you. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.